Until a man is made right with God, there is nothing else in his life that can be right, not truly right. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm Josh Philpott, your host. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Our guest today is Ken Ramey, the pastor of Lakeside Bible Church. Brothers, uh, in one of our recent questions, we were discussing the Reformation as it tied to denominations. But just to backtrack a little bit, um, recently, the 500th anniversary of the Reformation was celebrated on October 31st, 2017. So why is this a big deal? What, what, is, what happened 500 years ago? Uh, why is this important for us to reflect or to look back on the Reformation, to think about it? Well, what happened 500 years ago was the rediscovery of the gospel. And, or we could even say the rediscovery of the, of the true and living God, as opposed to a, a false God that is presented through a false gospel. And so you can, you can take the, you know, 500 years ago, uh, October 31st, 1517, Martin Luther nailed 95 theses to a church door in Wittenberg. And at that time, Luther uh, may not have even been a Christian. Uh, it was in 1519 that his eyes were really opened mm. uh, fully, I guess we could say, to justification by faith alone mm. in Christ. But so he was protesting uh, abuses in the Roman Catholic Church at that earlier date. But, but through the events that, that came after, what happened was a rediscovery of the gospel. And this can be summarized you know, through the five solas. So you have sola scriptura, scripture alone, mm. and you have uh, sola fide, by faith alone, sola gratia, by grace alone, solus Christus, Christ alone, soli deo gloria, to the glory of God alone. Uh, these are the principles of the, of the Reformation. Why it's important is because the gospel doesn't change. The gospel is the gospel. Uh, God saves sinners. God saves sinners. Mm. And it's by his grace alone. And it's by faith in his son. Christ, having accomplished everything necessary to save sinners, God has ordained that men would be saved as they receive the gift of salvation in his son, Jesus Christ. Mm. That's what the Reformation was all about. I, I would argue that the, the Reformation is always relevant because we're always living in times in need of those same Mm. truths being mm. proclaimed and clarified and fought for and defended. Uh, we are living in a day right now where the gospel is not clear in many, in many circles. Uh, John MacArthur said recently, here we are 500 years later, we're still fighting for the gospel. That will never change. Mm. And so, um, so it's as relevant today as it was 500 years ago. Yeah, in fact, one of the um, sayings I've read about the, uh, from the Reformation that was uh, commonly said was this, Latin phrase, ad fontes, which means to the sources, return mm. to the sources to, to find our doctrine and practice, which what, by that they meant return to the scriptures, right? Mm. What, was, what was happening before that? What, what, yeah, it was an authority what, what, battle. What needed to be reformed. Yeah, it, it yeah. was an authority battle. It's, it, is the authority the scripture alone, or is the authority scripture plus tradition? Scripture plus Church. the Roman Catholic yeah. Church, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? The Catholic Church's traditions. What, what is the final authority? And, and the principle of the Reformation was the scriptures alone. Mm -hmm. The Bible settles the issue. What does the Bible say? 
Mm-hmm. One of the things I find fa- fascinating about the, the Reformation um, was that uh, prior to that, the common man sitting in the pew uh, did not have a copy of the scriptures. Mm. And it was only the, 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 the pope and the priest and, you know, that, that had a copy of the word of God. Unfortunately, they weren't using it very much. And so uh, there was no way for uh, the people sitting in the pew to be good Bereans, if you will, and have a copy of the scriptures and compare what was being taught to them. They were at the mercy of whatever the priest taught, and they had to assume that what they were teaching them was correct, but there was so much heresy Mm -hmm. and tradition uh, mixed into the truth of God's word. And so one of the things that came out of the Reformation was uh, the Bible being translated into the language of the people, whether Mm -hmm. that was English or German or um, and so people had a copy of the scriptures and they could study mm. for themselves uh, what, what God actually said. And so uh, the thing I find, I think, most uh, uh, helpful about the Reformation, there's an old statement that says, um, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Mm. And so as, as Christians today, we have to understand church history uh, because it just continues to repeat itself. Mm. And uh, you mentioned John MacArthur, and one of the things I appreciate about him over the years is he uh, knows church history so well mm. that he's able to uh, recognize modern heresy uh, that's just repackaged uh, mm. in a different form, but it's something that was, you know, from the past, uh, mm-hmm. some some old uh, false doctrine from the past. And um, we just uh, finished reading a book with our men called Five English Reformers by J.C. Rao. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so good to uh, read about these men who are willing to be burned at the stake um, because they would not give in to the Roman Catholic doctrine of the real presence of Christ in baptism, or excuse me, mm. in, in communion, mm-hmm, yeah. um, where the body or the the the, the bread and the and the and the wine they believe literally turned into the body and the blood of Christ, and they rejected that as unbiblical. Mm-hmm. And uh, the queen at the time, who was a Catholic, uh, Queen Mary, Bloody Mary, um, uh, arrested these guys and, and burned them at the stake, uh, usually in their hometown, right mm. in front of their church, mm. with all their church members watching this take place. And, uh, but it was so inspiring to read this. And I was telling our men, guys, this should inspire us to be gallant for the gospel, to be mm. bold for the gospel, to be gutsy for the gospel, mm. like these men were, because the gospel is at stake even today. Mm. Um, very uh, more and more, the gospel is slipping away, mm. and uh, the gospel being compromised. And we need to be willing to stand up for the truth of mm. the gospel and make sure it doesn't get lost again, like it like it was back in the 1500s. And you know. The book of Galatians, so impactful on Luther. Um, when, I, when, I, when I think to myself, what, what do I take away from the Reformation for our ministry right now? Just that zeal, Ken, that you described for the gospel. I mean, anything that, that obscures the gospel, anything that distorts the gospel, anything that would confuse people about the gospel, uh, we have to be zealous in our, in our opposition to uh, even as Luther was, right now I'm, I'm reading Luther's Bondage of the Will, and the, the way he's responding to Erasmus is so sharp and so so well done, but so strong, uh, and in some ways so personal. And, and that zeal, where, where is it? Because I, I look at what, what we're facing in the church today, and, and while uh, our battle may not, I mean, the Roman Catholic Church hasn't changed, so we still have that, that 
uh, discussion about the gospel. But, but I think I'm equally concerned about ways the gospel is being obscured in professing evangelical churches mm. when we send the message that man's greatest need is to have his best life now, that his greatest need is a better marriage, that his greatest need is to be a better father, that his greatest need is to be a better businessman, that his greatest need is to, be, uh, to live a life that is more self-fulfilling and happier for him. When in fact, until a man is made right with God, there is nothing else in his life that can be right, not truly right. Mm -hmm. So man's greatest need is for forgiveness. Man's greatest need is for a right standing with God. And that's where the gospel addresses man's greatest need. So anything we would do to obscure the gospel is something we ought to be zealously opposed to. Uh, and that's why the Reformation is as much an issue today as it was then. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on our YouTube channel. Or if you would like the audio version of this podcast, you can get that on the podcast app of your choice. For more details about Straight Truth, you can go to straighttruth.net. And there you can find details about our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Remember that Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, which is the preaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org.